You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We made it to a Friday. It's a meat Friday. In case you're wondering what's on the grill this morning, baby back ribs, bourbon baked beans with bacon, three cheese mac and cheese. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Whoa. Oh, what's going on? Seton's in the back row. The seat uh, formerly held by McLovin. Marvin, fresh off answering phones, is sitting in the front row. How about that? Okay. Well, Seton's going to be on the road next week, and Marvin is going to be filling in for Seton. And we thought, let's put Marvin in and see how he does. And uh, it's weird seeing Seton back there in McLovin's old seat. Just sort of exploring the space a little bit. It's nice. How is it, though? You're back there with Todd. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, it's, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Got some fun. company. It's nice. I'm surprised Seton didn't have like a Argyle sweater on and you know overly expensive <laughs> glasses just to fit in back there. Sound like you're from an Ivy League school. Yeah, right. Well, I'm gonna have trouble with that. <laughs> <laughs> this program brought to you by Impeller. Empower your investment portfolio with opportunities in Puerto Rico. Impeller, the new online tool connecting investors with innovative projects on the island. Available now. Impeller. Your hub for investment opportunities in Puerto Rico. Learn more at investpr.org slash impeller. If you would like to see this Motley crew, you can. And uh, that's on Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app. You can watch all three hours. We say good morning to our radio partners, Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio, and the great cities around America, numbering nearly 400 that carry this program. Teams that are still coachless, Dolphins, Giants, Jags, Raiders, Saints, Texans, Vikings, probably going to have two or three of those vacancies filled over the next uh, 48 hours. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Fritzy has the uh, honors of coming up with a poll question today. I sure do. Thank you, Todd. We'll start with uh, who wins a Super Bowl first. Listen to this list. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Jimmy G, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Mac Jones, Kyla Murray, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford. I'm going to say Matthew Stafford has the best chance out of that group because the Rams are favored against the 49ers, and then they would be hosting a Super Bowl. I would say he would have the best chance. Yes, Paul? Yeah, if I were a betting man, I'd also bet on one of the guys who's actually playing in the playoffs, yeah. like you, Dan. Yeah. By the way, it took Fritzy an hour and a half to read those names. Yeah. Hey, got it. I just, I just want to make sure everybody kind of soaks in the names. There. Okay. I didn't want to. You usually talk too fast. What else do you have? Which conference title game will be more competitive? Bengals, Chiefs, 49ers, Rams, kind of going down to the wire. No more options other than those two. Right? Only those okay. two would be the two <laughs> conference right. title I'm games. Just curious. Uh, I'm going to say Niners, Rams, based off the point spread, which is. Rams by three and a half. I think the Chiefs are favored by seven over the Bengals. Anything else, Todd? We have which QB Sunday is most likely to cost his team a trip to the Super Bowl? Burrow, Garoppolo, Mahomes, Stafford. Okay. I would think that the uh, clubhouse favorite would be Jimmy G, followed by Stafford, then Burrow, then Mahomes. I was looking at, and I know we're not allowed to say this. We're not. We're supposed to, you know, avoid these uh, stats here with Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. He hasn't been good in the Super Bowl. Now, I know that, you know, you had the uh, Chiefs offensive line that was decimated and the Broncos took advantage of that. But I, I'm just saying we, we're normally not allowed to be critical of Patrick Mahomes. And 
I'm the one that was uh, one of the lone voices when they were struggling earlier in the, this year, and we were saying Justin Herbert already surpassed him. And I'm like, no, no, he hasn't. Mahomes is great. But Mahomes' Super Bowl stats, just to let you know if he happens to get there. Now, he's been in two Super Bowls. The first quarter of uh, his two Super Bowls, passer rating is uh, just under 49. Second quarter, passer rating almost 86. Third quarter, passer rating is 32. Fourth quarter, passer rating is 78.5. So two touchdowns, four picks, two Super Bowls. He does some amazing things, but he could have easily lost to the 49ers. Easily lost. And then he'd be 0-2. I know that we're, you know, we're inching towards, boy, he'll be the next GOAT here. He's great. He gets them there. But just, you know, we tend to look at quarterbacks and, man, he's great. Well, Mahomes has not been good. He certainly hasn't been great in the Super Bowl. But if Kansas City's going to get there, facing the Niners or the Rams, those numbers should be at least in uh, the back of your mind. Because he is not, I mean, he's had one big pass in the Super Bowl, and that was blown coverage on Tyreek Hill by the 49ers. And it was a wonderful throw. But other than that, it's been kind of nondescript there. These kind of games against the Bengals, do I accept, uh, expect them to light them up? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I think they, they've kind of figured out what they needed to figure out earlier in the season. Remember, we thought of oh, these defenses, uh, figured out what to do against Kansas City. Keep everything in front of you. Don't let anybody get deep. And, and Mahomes was very patient with this, or he learned to be more patient. As a result, I think he's even better because of that. You know, you want that home run. It's almost like if I said to Steph Curry, hey, don't shoot too many threes, okay? Why? Well, the defense is doing some different things here, and we're better if you don't. Okay. And then you don't shoot as many threes, and then all of a sudden the defense changes, then you go back and you start shooting threes. That's what it feels like. And, and I liken him to Steph Curry. It's just you watch and you go, that's amazing. Nobody else does that. And I do think he's the best quarterback in football. Still the best quarterback in football. I just think there was an adjustment period, and I think the defense has been opportunistic, has been good. And they're going to have to be great probably to win the Super Bowl. Yes, Eden. There's something though that kind of bugs me about uh, the in the last Rams game, Matthew Stafford had this play where he was sort of scrambling and dropped his the th- throwing angle down to like that sort of sidearm throw, and they yeah. were like, "Whoa, a little Patrick Mahomesy in there." <laughs> I'm Matthew Stafford. I'm like, bro, I've been doing this like three times as long as him. He should be more Matthew Staffordy. <laughs> well, I don't know. About that. <laughs> That's more of a Matthew Stafford play that Patrick Mahomes is taking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Stafford is more of a big arm guy, not a touch guy, flare guy, you know, style points. But, you know, when we saw him like go sidearm and like, whoa, you know, I, I agree. It's like Mahomes is the guy who invented those passes, apparently. Yes, Paul. Because that's not really fair to Brett Favre then, because Brett Favre used to do left handers, underhanders. Yeah. You know, to different teams, his team, other teams, you know, they were all over the place. But Favre introduced that stuff. Remember when uh, it seemed like everybody was counting out the Chiefs and now they're going to host their fourth straight AFC title game. And you got Joe Burrow and the Bengals come into town. And I know Cincinnati beat them a couple of weeks ago in Cincinnati. Burrow and Jamar Chase have become one of the more dangerous combinations. And this is a Chiefs defense that gave up 200 yards to the Bills receiver Gabriel Davis last week. But despite that favorable matchup, not many p- 
people are giving the Bengals a chance. Uh, this is a team that had four wins last year, and Burrow is just a year removed from a serious knee injury. Cincinnati is knocking on the door of a Super Bowl appearance. Who would have thought that at the beginning of the year? And I don't, I don't know if the Chiefs are going to be on upset alert. I guess they should be, just because you don't want to go, well, it's the Bengals. And, and the Chiefs start slowly. This is one of those where, you know, you don't want Cincinnati to get up like 10 nothing. Not that Kansas City can't come back from that, but, you know, at some point it's going to come back and haunt you. But Joe Burrow and the Bengals, to say they don't have a chance, doesn't seem wise. And I know a lot of people say they have no chance. Well, they do. Uh, Dave Lapham, their uh, former offensive lineman, he's their great color analyst. He, uh, he loves the Bengals. And, and he lets you know how much he loves the Bengals. In fact, he's going to join us next hour. And uh, he, I'll give you a little taste here, Marvin. Give me a little bit of Dave Lapping. Fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play clock at three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice. Intercepted. Nice. Nice. Jermaine Pratt Woo, has baby. the football. Yeah. Coffin nails. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? <laughs> now I remember when Dave played for the Bengals and then he became the color analyst and you know it if you have if you're a fan of a team and you want your play-by-play and certainly your color guy that to celebrate with you to be a homer it's okay you know you're not journalists out there you're you're rooting for your team it hurts uh play uh the field goal by Evan McPherson Dave Lapham. Clark Harris will snap it back to Kevin Huber for the win. The snap, the put down, the swing of the right leg. It's on its way. It is good. Coffin nails. Bam, bam, bam. That is unbelievable. 54 and 52 at the gun. That is unrealism right there. Bam, bam, bam. Unrealism. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Paul. I went back and listened to the first one. Uh, if you transcribe it, it's uh, uh, nice, nice, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Woo! That's like a professional wrestler. It's like Ric Flair. Yeah. So uh, uh, we were going to have Dave Lapham on to talk about that. That, you know, when you have a microphone on your fandom, he'll join us. Albert Breer will join us coming up here in a little bit. I, I want to find out exactly how Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams can partner together because Devontae Adams is an unrestricted free agent. I do believe they can still franchise him. He can turn that down. Uh, you know, Rodgers has to be traded, but I want to ask him about that. Also, the Cowboys waited a little while to say, and Mike McCarthy is still our head coach. Why did it take so long? And... I don't know what's happened in the last couple of weeks. So we'll talk to Albert Breer about that coming up here in a little bit. Jim Cantore from the Weather Channel is going to join us. We're expected to get a blizzard up here on Saturday. Seton is set to go cross-country on Monday morning. We thought we'd have Jim Cantore come in and maybe handicap the road trip here, letting Seton know weather issues along the way. By the way, when Jim Cantore is in town, that's not good. You get out when he comes in. I don't know where Cantori's going to be, but I'm going to guess he's going to be up in the uh, Northeast this weekend because that whole Boston area, Cape Cod, they're probably going to get 
Maybe close to uh, two feet of snow. Yes, Todd? So you don't think Seton and the French kids should be storm chasers if they want to get to L.A. in time before our first Super Bowl week show? I think you want to avoid that, <laughs> even though you're protected in the uh, Sprinter van. By the way, you can still get in on that contest to win that van. February 2nd is the last day that you can enter. Go to danpatrick.com. Yes, Seton? Yeah, no, I'm curious to see uh, how much, I mean, they're talking about 30 plus inches in some ways. And if it goes to the right a little bit, you're you're going to be better off. If it goes to the left a little bit, you're really going to be screwed. We're going to have to see Monday morning. Yeah, but uh, Seton is going to set sail on, uh, on, I guess, Monday morning during the show or uh, right before the show. He and the French kid are uh, going to head out. Yes, at first stop is Cincinnati. Yes, Paul. After the break, maybe we could play the uh, Jim Cantori game. I was thinking, mm. what qualifies as a blizzard? Is there like like a number? Mm. Like where it's a, a snowstorm versus blizzard. There has to be like a, a number. Like we're going to play the Jim Cantori. It might be a gambling game. We could do an over-under. Ooh. What qualifies as a blizzard? Uh, Adam Schefter just tweeted, the Saints plan to interview former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores. He's also a finalist for the Giants job. Uh, let's see. A decision from the Giants on their head coach is expected this weekend. Flores is one of their finalists. Yeah, there was a, uh, a report out yesterday that the Giants were going to ask Brian Flores, what happened? Why were you fired in Miami? Which seems like, you know, obvious questions because we were surprised that Brian Flores got fired and that did the Dolphins have somebody and Jim Harbaugh was going to, well, you, if you're going to fire him, you know who you're going to replace him with. Well, that hasn't been the case. Uh, so the Saints plan to interview Brian Flores. Also, some news came out of our interview yesterday with Sean Payton that he said he hadn't been contacted or his people by the Cowboys or the Bears. We thought that maybe that was the case. Says he does want to go in to uh, maybe the broadcast booth for a little while. He's going to have his pick of jobs when he comes out, but maybe he was true to his word that he really needed to step away from coaching football and uh, being a broadcaster. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Andrew in Washington leads us off. Andrew, good morning. Welcome back. Good morning, 57165. Hey. Just wanted to uh, give Marvin a uh, good luck. Make this a like a Jeremy Lin, uh, you know, uh, showing. Uh, let the guys not want you to go. And um, also, hey, great week, Fritzy, coming off of COVID, having four guests on several days, and just doing a wonderful job. It's been a wonderful week. So Friday, Fritzy can go wild. And I got to say, one time before Seaton goes on his trip, because it might be the only time we can say this is. Suck it back, Seton Row. Whoa. Have a great trip. <laughs> wow. Okay, Andrew. Back Seton Row. Yeah. Back row. All right. You're going to be lumped in there with Todd, Seton. I'm going to get the uh, limerick shrapnel. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. You know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll have a total change of heart sitting in the I seat. Hope maybe so. I'll love them. This is cozy. This is nice. I really like this, actually. And I got to admit, seeing this angle of Todd doing the poll question for some reason, I'm finding tremendously enjoyable. <laughs> I don't really know why, but just sitting next to him, watching him call up his little email. Like, Here he goes. Fritzy has a conference title game limerick uh, coming up. What was that sound effect? Oh, sorry. That was, my mic was open. <laughs> yes, uh, Marvin, was. you shouldn't be hitting those sound effects. Yeah. No, that was Paulie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's take a break. You do have a con you have conference title limerick? I sure do. Okay. Okay. Did I make a noise again? Yes, you did. <laughs> it's like you're slurping soup. I don't understand. What do you? Th what is that? 
There's like a little extra saliva in I my... I don't know, but I've, I've said, you know... You should at least inquire about that. I was at the dentist just a few Is it a gums thing? A periodontist? I don't know what I... You know how I get. I'm going to have to start like getting checked. <laughs> I appreciate you bringing it to my attention because I don't get like, you know, have every little thing stay in my mind for weeks on end every time one of you guys makes a comment. But you, get, you have a limerick for me, don't you? I do. Okay, we'll have that. I'm so self-conscious now. I'm like afraid to talk. And I don't talk much as it is. If you do this, then you're not going to hear from me till like next Wednesday or something. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Albert Breer will join us on loan. Monday morning quarterback. Uh, uh, we got it. Okay. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, okay. What if I have a legitimate health problem? How bad are you going to feel? How bad are you going to feel if they run some tests? They go, yeah, you have some kind of gum disease, saliva thing, and we're going to have to do some kind of procedure on you, and you make fun of it on a Friday. You, Monday morning quarterback. Quarterback. We'll talk about that. Kansas City Chiefs. beyond unnecessary on Friday. Jeez. <laughs> the Rams. We got ribs. We got mac and cheese. We got all kinds of and This is what we're going to do. This is what we're doing. Let's take a break. All right. Got Seton sitting behind me. I'm sitting next to me here. Got Marvin. This is good. This is exciting. Let's take a break. Making fun of my voice. Let's take a break. Back after this on the damn <clears throat> Patrick <clears throat> Show. <laughs> and now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who actually understands your issues and works to resolve them. Somebody with a knack for helping others with a pulse. In other words, you don't need a robot. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. We call this live customer service. Emphasis on the word live. Discover exceptionally common sense. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Again, you can still sign up to win the Mercedes Sprinter van that Seton and the French kid are taking cross-country. Go to danpatrick.com. You can uh, enter, get the rules for that. Also, foxsportsradio.com. We have a, um, a limerick from Todd. It's conference title games limerick. Todd, you ready for this? Let's do it. Okay. Arrowhead and SoFi, the site. Four teams give all of their might. Stafford, Jimmy G, Burrow, and Mahomes cater a spread for your homes. These two games should have lots of bite. Okay. Got it out of the way. Got out of the way. I mean, for got that out of the way so we can have more limericks yeah, from you later on in the not show. What meant at all. Maybe uh, we'll have a limerick off. Maybe Seton in the back row. You'd like to come up with a limerick, Seton? Okay. All right. Yep. I already got one. A listener submitted limerick, as a matter of well, fact. Well, let's go. It's a limerick off on this uh, Meet Friday. Slurping noises can be distracting. <laughs> Are they real or just overacting? Is it bacteria or infection or saliva-based inflection? Oh. Regardless, it gets the team laughing. All right, Major Matt. Well done. Well okay. done. That's very nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> I like that. No, you don't have to try to do okay. it. Okay. You just do it. All right. Uh, did we settle on a poll question? I don't know if we settled on a specific one yet. How about we settle on a poll we question? Should. That'll help the people vote. You decide. I'm going to go, I like which QB Sunday is most likely to cost his team a trip to the Super Bowl. 
Burrow, Jimmy G, Mahomes, Stafford. Feels like it's going to be Jimmy G, then Stafford, then Burrow, then Mahomes. Feels like that. Right? You're like that person that like guesses the presents before they open the gift in front of the person. Like, oh, it's an umbrella. When it's like, no one likes that. Well, you're like you're guessing the exact order it's going to be. Who gets an umbrella for Christmas? My grandpa once got an umbrella, but it was very easy to guess what it was, unless it was some like gigantic pen or something like that. I don't think your grandfather would be that disappointed if no. somebody guessed but my, it. But my, my grandmother used to do that. Like, oh, and she'll say what it is before opening it. Like, all right. You know what? A nice umbrella, though? Yeah, that could be a great gift. Mm. I might keep that in the back pocket for next year, Dan. Mm. You think Jim Cantore gets weather-related gifts? Hmm. That's something you'd give Jim Cantore, right? An yeah. Umbrella. Yeah. Parker. Uh, we were going to do the Jim Cantori game. Yeah. Al- Albert Breer is going to join us here coming up in a couple of minutes. This is inspired by Jim Cantori. Okay. Okay. There is supposedly a blizzard on the way for where we live. Yes. There are three things that qualifies a, smo- a snowstorm as a blizzard. Can anyone name any of them? Even a guess at any of the three qualifications. There's actual qualifications. Okay. You can't just become a blizzard. Mm. It's like going to get a degree. Okay. I'll start with, oh, back row, both hands go up. Uh, Seton? I'm going to go with um, wind. You're correct. Sustained wind and or frequent gusts of 35 miles per hour or greater. Oh, so 35. So if it's 34, then it doesn't qualify as a blizzard. You're an embarrassment if it's 34. Okay. It's like JV. Yeah, but you may round up. Okay. Yes, Todd. I was going to say wind since that's off the board. I'm going to go with something to do with visibility concerns when driving. I'm going to give that to you. Consider considerable falling snow, reducing visibility to under a quarter mile. Wow, well done. Okay. All right, look at us. We got two off the board. Okay, there's one more. I'll give you a hint. It doesn't have um, anything to do with amount of snow, but maybe duration. Maybe duration. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to go with duration. Dan, (laughs) these conditions have to continue for at least three hours. Okay. You guys crush it. All right. Do you think Jim Cantori can define what a blizzard is? I would bet on Cantori. Yeah, I would bet. I I put 20 on Cantori to nail this. I mean, if he can't. That's going to be I, I don't major know. news. I don't know if he's going to have the true definition. I'm going to say he gets two out of three. It's buy and try day. He may be uh, focused yeah. on something else. Remember when he pulled out? He was off this side of the road, and, and he called into the show, and we were watching him on the Weather Channel, and I said, could you maybe put your phone down and do push-ups on the Weather Channel? And uh, he put his feet up on the guardrail. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did push-ups a live shot on the weather channel uh i don't want to keep albert breer waiting kind enough to join us on short notice senior nfl reporter lead content strategist from the monday morning quarterback and uh i think you're going to get a blizzard up uh your way there albert yeah i had a uh well that's gonna hit you guys too i would think right i no? think i think you get a big uh, bigger one up there yeah, I had a uh, I, so I actually planned ahead for it. I booked my flight to Kansas City at 5 a.m. on on Saturday morning to try to beat it. And then last night, I got one of those notifications on your phone from like American Airlines yeah. saying it had already been canceled. Oh, so like 36 hours ahead of time, I spent like two hours on the phone trying to work everything out. So I'm flying out at, I think, 5 p.m. today. So hopefully I'll make it out okay today. But, yeah, I mean, apparently we're getting two feet or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. What's the atmosphere in Kansas City like, and how is that comparable to any other place, or is it? 
Yeah, I'd say it's like a college atmosphere. You know, um, there are a few of them that are like that, like where the fans are right on top of you, and it is. I mean, like very, very loud. Like I think Buffalo and Green Bay both feel like college stadiums too, just because of the way the the stands are situated and it, they're much closer to the players, you know. Um, and so, like, I think the combination of noise, which I, like some other stadiums do have noise, um, the combination of noise and like just them, the stadium being like physically smaller and less spread out than the new stadiums, I think makes it like kind of intimidating for for opponents. And so, um, yeah, I can't wait to get out there. And it's going to be interesting too, you know, to see Cincinnati and, and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and all these guys who've sort of changed the face of who the Bengals are get to operate in that sort of environment. Um, what happened yesterday, given my interview with Sean Payton, the Cowboys mm-hmm. said Mike McCarthy is coming back. Why, why yep. yesterday? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to follow all of this of why did it take this long for what we thought was just rubber stamping. Mike McCarthy was coming back, but it, Felt like there was a little bit of gray area here. Was there? Yeah, Dan Quinn's the domino. Yeah. I mean, I think I I I think Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones fell in love with Dan Quinn over the last year. And I think part of the uncertainty was not wanting to lose him and looking at the potential for having to go into 2022 with a new defensive coordinator, maybe even a new offensive coordinator. Kellen Moore still in play in Miami. Like and so what does that look like? And so, you know, I, I don't think that they were walking Mike McCarthy out in the plank, but I do think to some degree there was like, let's play this. Let, let's let this play out a little bit, especially when you see Dan Quinn is interviewing in all of these different places, you know, and then, you know, Dan, Dan doesn't get the, the Denver job. And like, he sort of comes to this realization. I really love my job right now. Why didn't I he get that Denver job? I think it was a combination of things. Timing's part of it. Um, Nathaniel Hackett did a great job in his interview. I think there's the bonus that Nathaniel Hackett brings with him, which is the relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I, I just think that, like, over the last couple of days, like George Payton's got a very close relationship with Dan Quinn. And if this, you know, if you go back, like, a couple weeks, I, I think George Payton, if you, you gave him truth serum, he'd tell you Quinn was – like 100% the leader going into the process. I think Nathaniel Hackett did enough to win over George Payton, but also did enough to win over other people in that building. Mm. And he's such a positive presence. And then you've got that relationship with Rogers. You've got the work that he's done with different quarterbacks. Like he had to work with EJ Manuel in Buffalo. He had to work with Blake Bortles in Jacksonville. (laughs) So like the combination of like intelligence and energy. And you know, sometimes too, Dan, teams go the other way. Right. Like, so they had the older, more experienced guy, right? Like before in Vic Fangio. Now you see the younger, more energetic guy. So I think it was a combination of things. And then I think, you know, for, for Dan, and he maintains, he's maintained this for months, you know, like I am not just going to job jump. I'm not, I'm not going to just take the second opportunity because it's sitting there in front of me. I think after it was a no from Denver, he gets back from Chicago, um, you know, on Wednesday night, wakes up Thursday morning. And it's a little bit like, what am I doing? I love my job here. I'm not 100% sold on these other places. If it was Denver, yeah. And I think that that sort of, that epiphany came to him. Like, I really, like last year, I'll tell you, last year was like one of the most fun years he's had in coaching. 
And so I think the idea of running that back was actually really appealing to him. And I think he knows with the group that he's had, there's a good chance there are going to be more bites at the apple down the road. Do you think Jerry Jones, I know Sean Payton denied it. Mm -hmm. Do you think Jerry Jones reached out to Sean Payton's people? I mean, I don't think he has to reach out to his people. (laughs) <laughs> those two <laughs> all right i i was trying to be fair to the situation but you know what i'm saying like i don't think i don't think jerry needs to I don't do think you jerry think needs he called on you do you think jerry jones called up sean payton i think they've talked probably yeah like i like I, and i i you know they're very close like that's not like a phony relationship that's not like a a surface relationship that a guy who used to coach there has with an owner like that's a genuine relationship so you know, I'm sure at one point or another, even if it was just say, hey, congratulations on a great run in New Orleans, they talked. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Sean Payton knows. And I don't know if like you kind of got this from your talk with him, Dan, but I don't think Sean Payton knows what he's going to do. Like, I don't think he knows what it's going to be like over the next year. And so, like, could he wind up in Dallas in 2023? Absolutely. You know, like his his kid, one of his kids is in college there. Um, you know, obviously he spent a good period of his life there. Um, both his kids went to high school there. So like the idea of going back to Dallas, coaching for Jerry, having that team, like, I think that appeals to him. And maybe he does that in 2023. I also wouldn't rule out. And, and I'd, I'd love to hear your opinion because you talked to him yesterday. Like, I don't think it's impossible. He's Bill Cower. You know what I mean? Like where you mm-hmm. think he's going back and everybody says hey, it'll be a year or two. And then he just decides that he likes the life that television affords him where he's working 35 days a year and making millions and not having to worry about, you know, how he's going to cover the other team's tight end um, every week. Well, I did bring that up to him. I said, you know, you, if you're going to do this, you have to commit to it. It's not something you can master in one year. And I even brought up what Jim Nance said to me earlier this week, he and Tony Romo felt like that they had their best game that Chiefs-Bills game. That's five years of working together. And I said to Sean, he goes, well, if you know me, I don't do anything half, you know, I -hmm. I go all in on it. And I said, you have to do that if you want to be great at it. And it seemed like he was willing to at least explore that. Let me go back to the situation with Denver with Nathaniel Hackett. Explain how they could pull off a deal that would get them Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. So they're in good shape cap. They, they've been preparing for this. Like they've been preparing to take their swing at a quarterback. It goes back. I mean, they really like Justin Fields and, you know, like they were of a mind maybe to take him. and they decided, all right, like, let's wait, let's do like the prudent thing, like the conservative thing. They got Patrick Sertan, who's a really good piece and let's continue to build assets. They trade Von Miller during the year, like cap wise, they're in good shape. They've got a lot of guys who are on rookie contracts and they've set it up. So Aaron Rodgers can walk in there and bring people with him. And so, um, but what do they give up that, because you have to trade him, right? You have to trade for him for, for Devante. No, what do you, you got to trade for, uh, Rogers, Rogers. three first round picks. You think that would get it done? I know that they don't, I was told they don't green Bay doesn't want players. They want to get picks picks. Right. Yeah. So like, I don't, like, I think it's going to take, I think it's going to take picks because now you're talking about, okay, like Green Bay's got a little bit of a cap issue. And the way you solve that is by getting younger. And that's, you know, where your cheap labor comes from is the draft. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I think if the Packers, if this, if that's the way it goes, if two weeks from now, Rogers and the Packers come to the same sort of decision that like Matthew Stafford and the Lions came to last year and they decide we're going to part ways. 
I think Denver's at the top of the list. I think Denver appeals to, to Aaron Rodgers. And I know the Broncos believe this, Dan. And I think I brought this up to you before. They're not that different now than they were in 2012 when they went and got Peyton Manning, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you look at like the way the team set up, young skill position talent, like they had with Decker and Thomas and Thomas um, in 2012. Now they've got Judy, they've got Hamler, they've got Sutton, they've got Patrick, they've got Fant, they've got Javante Williams. And then on defense, Back then, they had the young pass rusher, the young corner, Von Miller, Chris Harris. What do they have now? Bradley Chubb, Patrick Sertan. So, like, you've got the structure of, like, a, a young team, a lot of those guys on rookie contracts, which gives you flat cap flexibility. And you can say to Aaron, everybody on this team is getting better right now. So you're going to be joining a team that's ascending. And, oh, by the way, because those guys are on rookie contracts, we can maybe do a few things to make the team even better, bring some guys you're comfortable with in here. So, yeah, I mean – you and know, then Adams, I they just they now, could, yeah. Can, can the Packers franchise him? But they can, but it, it's tricky. The Packers would need like Adams would almost need to play ball with them because they can't trade him unless he signs his tender. And if he wanted to, he could just say, "I'm not signing it." And they can't trade him. So he could actually because they're forty five million dollars over the cap. The t- the franchise tag for receivers is about eighteen million. So at the very least, you've got to carry him onto your roster into the new league year to trade him, which means you'd have to create that $18 million of cap space when you're already $45 million over. So to some degree, Devontae Adams would have to play ball with the Packers. And why would he do that? Like, if he knows they're trading Aaron Rodgers, if that's what happens, like, why would he say, yeah, I'll, I'll go and make sure that you get a first-round pick from somebody else and make sure that I'm not going to make it to the open. No, he's going to want to go to the open market. So I think that because of the cap logistics, Devontae's in a, in, a, in a spot where he could leverage his way to free agency. And then if he wanted to, just go sign with whatever team Rodgers winds up with. Great to talk to you. Thanks again for joining us on short notice and uh, enjoy the weekend. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, buddy. That's Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist for the Monday morning quarterback. We'll take a break. We have our play of the day, update our poll results. We will also get to phone calls. One of my favorites, Dave Lapham. He's the color analyst for the Bengals, the former Cincinnati Bengal offensive lineman. He'll join us next hour. And uh, Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel will help Seton with his trip to Los Angeles. Take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God. The play, the play, is the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. It's Lamb all the way through. And this time Gonzalez is heroic rather than rash. Robinson. Second international goal 
for Anthony Robinson, both in World Cup qualifiers and the breakthrough for the US. I think his nickname is Jedi. Anthony Robinson scores a goal for the U.S. in their FIFA World Cup qualifying match versus El Salvador. I know Seton was watching this intently last night. Heck yeah, yeah, dude. It was awesome. Yes. I mean, they didn't exactly play great, but. Uh, play of the day. Find your dream in your own upfitted Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van that you could win in the DP Show's Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. Go to DanPatrick.com. Have to do so by February 2nd. Mercedes-Benz vans. Uh, poll results, Todd. Which QB is most likely to cost his team a trip to the Super Bowl? And you're right on it. Jimmy G, 74%. Stafford, 20 Mahomes, 4 Joe Burrow, 2 Oh, okay. Joe Burrow is uh, last on the list there. Least likely to cost his team. Which is you want to be last on that list. Yes, you do. Yes, you don't want to be first on that list. A couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Jeff in Ohio. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Uh, I think I have a solution for Fritzy's uh, slurping noises. Uh, I know you guys were down in Texas, what, 2017 for the Super Bowl, and he played wannabe cowboy, and I'm sure that you guys went down to a couple bars down there. And if you notice, there's a spit tune about every six feet. And maybe it would benefit Fritz if he could go ahead and when he hits that mute button, clear his throat and spit in a spit tune. Okay. And that way, yeah, and, and, and one more thing, and then that way, and I'm sure Seton could come up with a little sound effect that uh, we don't necessarily have to hear or see it, but we can hear it. And kind of like the old Yosemite Sam yeah. he used to spit in that spit too. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, Tom. I don't know how hygienic a spittoon would be. You know, okay. If you guys would be up for me, like, periodically spitting next to my desk over it's, there. It's, it's, close it's all about content, Todd. And then you get that <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> yes, Polly. I got to tell you, if Todd has a spittoon behind me, I'm gone. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> it's nice knowing you guys. See you in Vermont. Uh, Jimmy in Chicago. Hey, Jimmy. What's on your mind? What's up, Dan? Hi, bud. Got a comment and question for you. Uh, comment, definitely, you guys got to make a new T-shirt for uh, Fritz's issue there. Um, love you, Fritz. Uh, but, yeah, that's got to be done uh, somehow, some way. I don't know how, how, to, how to do it, but you guys got to do that. And then my question is, uh, do you think it's harder for uh, for the quarterback to throw the football or the receiver to catch it? And I think the receiver, it's a lot harder, the speed of the ball um, coming at you like that and catching it like that. I think it's harder for the receiver. So just wanted to know your thoughts on that. All right. Thank you, Jimmy. Is it harder to throw it or catch it? Well, I would say it's harder to do what the quarterback does because he has to put it in the right area. It's He's got guys who are coming after him. Uh, he doesn't have much time, and he's got to place it perfectly. Now, there are obviously times when the quarterback makes a throw, but the uh, wide receiver is the one who makes the great grab. But I think, I think it's a lot tougher for the quarterback. There's so much information to process. You know, the, the wide receiver may have two plays in his head that you're going to call, and then you may audible, and then he knows it's the other one. But you've got timing, got to put it in a small window, certainly in the NFL. I would say throwing the football, not catching the football. Gillette in North Carolina. Hi, Gillette. Good morning, Dan. How are you today? Great. Great. What's on your mind, Gillette? 
Well, three things. First of all, I bought the messy goat T-shirt on sale half price, and my wife loves it. So okay. I would highly recommend that if there are any left. Okay. Uh, so, all right. Secondly, uh, Cian's going to Memphis. Hopefully he's staying at the Fairmont. The best barbecue restaurant in the world is called The Rendezvous. It's right across the street. Okay. You can, can go and have a good meal, get buzzed. And simply walk across the street. Okay. Now, I, I have I have a humble suggestion for you. Mm-hmm. I have the honor of probably having one of the worst call-ins in the history of the show from a couple of years ago when I uh, called in and mentioned the age of the sand at the Masters. If you could play that again when uh, your master coverage starts, it would, it would be really great. All right. We'll see if we can uh, locate that, Gillette. Do you remember that call? There are so many things that happen on this show where, you know, they'll have the the archives that they show during the commercial breaks, and then we'll look at it sometimes and go, I don't remember us doing that. Or I don't remember him coming in studio. Yeah, Paulie. I remember asking you, because you've been to Augusta, what type of sand is it? Is it fine? Is it uh, like harsh sand? Yeah. And you were describing it, and then a bunch of greenskeeper-type people called in and told us about the sands mm. that they used mm. and where they bring it in from. Oh, yeah. I remember that, where but, they brought it in from. Yeah, there was a, a riff, a segment on that. Yeah. I do appreciate asking for the callback, though. Like, hey, I think it'd be great if you replayed my call from a couple years yeah, ago. That was a, an embarrassing phone call. Could you play it back? It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Billy in L.A. Hi, Billy. ADP, um... I'm two years older than you. I've been following you since CNN, and you are the best. One of the main things I love about you is I have no idea what your political preferences are, and that's one of the things I enjoy. So thanks for the content. Um, You made sportscasting entertaining. Thank Um, you, Billy. Suggestion for Seton. Okay. I've made this trip cross-country eight times, a couple times one way, a couple times two ways. The last thing you're going to want... Seating after eight days of traveling and partying is to check into another hotel. So I live eight miles south of SoFi Stadium, three miles from the beach. I think you ought to come in, park the van in the driveway. We'll go in the backyard, start a bonfire, break out some brown water, twist up a fatty, turn on the music. Speaking of music, if you're missing your music, I've got a piano and a guitar, so you can work that out. All right. You don't want to do that? We'll go down. All right. Well, thank you, Billy. Up against the break, you get to stay with Billy. That's very generous. Yeah. Thanks, Billy. Yeah. Yikes. Probably have to do a background check there, but... <laughs> 1M Drive is here to help you start the new year. And it's a small change, but it's a change that is going to change your morning. And every morning, you start your day off right. M Drive Boost and Burn. What it is is a daily supplement for driven guys that helps you shed that holiday weight and gives you the energy you need to crush those fitness goals, no matter what your age is. Make that small change because New Year's resolutions don't work. You make a small change today that's going to lead to a lasting impact throughout the year. You can pick up M Drive Boost and Burn. Go to Dan Patrick, uh, mdrivedan.com and get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Also, you can pick it up at Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. Daily supplement for driven guys, and it allows you to reach your goals. It's about being consistent, making small changes over time. M Drive Boost and Burn. Lose weight, get more energy, and perform at your best. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com.